Hi, we're Cardigan Academy, your helpers for all things mental health, parenting, and education. I'm Devani. And I'm Stacy. And today we're having cafeteria time. On the menu today, we're discussing therapy, book clubs, turning 40, funny voicemails, puzzles, and games. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. I had therapy today. I always feel good on those days. Yeah. I definitely went in feeling like not emotionally pulled in a lot of different directions, but mentally pulled in a lot of different directions. And mm -hmm. it just felt nice to like throw it all at someone. I did message her after and say, I hope this one thing I said came out the right way. I hate that I even... <laughs> That's just me, you know, but, but it's nice to just throw it all out there and hear it back, hear back what I'm saying and thinking and feeling. Mm -hmm. It makes, it reminds me of that. Uh, I, I've got this image of someone sitting in a chair, talking to a therapist also sitting in a chair and the person talking has all this tangled yarn in the mm -hmm. thought bubble above her head. And she, it's just a mess. But then as she talks to the therapist, it's getting getting rolled up into this nice neat ball of yarn and i think that is such a good image because that is often how it feels especially when it's like you just described as mentally pulled in a different a bunch of different directions yeah that's exactly what i felt like and then i got simply greek after <gasps> for the first time what did you get um i just had a traditional euro and evelyn had the zucchini fritter euro mm. And the baklava, I, I came home and said, not that I didn't already decide that when my therapist retired in January, you recommended this new therapist to me. I pretty much knew right away we were a good fit, but I think today was my third or fourth session with her. Mm -hmm. And when I was leaving, I said, I'm going to go over to Simply Greek. And sh she asked me if I was going to get the baklava. And I said, well, I just had baklava from, uh, we went to a grocery store this weekend that had it stuffers of Kissel Hill for people that mm -hmm. are local and it was they have really good baklava there so I was telling her I mean I kind of feel like I already had baklava recently but then I said but you know what I should really like for science for research <laughs> and she agreed and so I came home and said she gave me the affirmation I needed to get baklava so like this is the perfect <laughs> fit <laughs> and what's the verdict um, it was good. So the Simply Greek baklava was good. The food was amazing. The baklava, I think what was really good about the, the Stoffers one is it was super crispy and fresh. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the one at Simply Greek might've been in the, in the display case for a while. Mm -hmm. So it was also good, but I really want that crunchy, crispy. Mm -hmm. Ooh, good yeah. science. I love anything with, with food. I, I mean, you've heard me joke that there are times I think, why, why didn't I become a food critic? Like, I don't know that I put it together. I've always liked food, but it's one of those things as it's probably my thirties. I thought, man, I really love food and I really love writing. Why didn't I become a food critic? You could critic? still do it, right? True. 
I almost did once. I almost set up a blog where I would go. I started to. I started taking notes and just where I would go around to different restaurants and leave funny. I, I wanted to. I like snarky kind of funny reviews, mm-hmm. not mean, but just you know funny. But yeah, I didn't end up doing it. But I write them in my head all the time. Well, you can also just you can share them with me, and we can share them with our Cardigan Academy listeners. And yeah, there we go. <laughs> and whenever we try a new place, whenever we go to a new restaurant, it's like that permission you're talking about. It's sort of like, ooh, I think we're kind of ordering a lot of food, but we kind of have to because it's our first time. And so this way, we know for next time. Yeah, <laughs> it's science. Like I, I just got food for Evelyn and me, but. I think the next time what I'll do is go and, like you said, get a whole bunch of things mm-hmm. that maybe we wouldn't pick because we've never had, but mm-hmm. just a tasting menu. And I love trying new foods. Like, I just love it. It's, I don't even have to know entirely what it is or even, even, even a food I know but written in another language, will, I will look at that and go, oh, you know, that, that sounds delicious it was yesterday we were looking at a menu for an el salvadoran restaurant that we have downtown and it was it was something like ensalada de pollo and i was like that sounds so good and mark's like chicken salad i'm like but it sounds so good as ensalada de pollo yeah it does (laughs) it sounds better (laughs) how is scout so sad she is getting around pretty fast on three legs and her her back right leg she she hikes it up so it's almost like parallel to her body and i'm amazed how quickly she runs but yeah our our scout our very spunky sassy energetic 12 year old shishan so part shih tzu and part bishan she went outside a couple nights ago and to go potty and when she came back in she was holding one leg up and limping and we were like, well, what happened? Like we were checking her paw to see if, did she step on something mm-hmm. sharp or we couldn't figure anything out. And from what we read, she wasn't yelping or crying and she was getting around pretty well. So we're like, oh, it must be a sprain. But the next morning she was still limping a lot, still not crying, still thought it probably was a sprain, but we took her into the to the vet and they did a very thorough hands-on examination and said that she tore her ACL. Mm-hmm. We don't know how she did it. And that kind of bugs me that I don't know. like. Because they, they even asked if she yelped, like, did she twist her knee? But we don't know. She was outside. Mm-hmm. She can go up and down the stairs like this, but we're learning she's not supposed to. They they worry that if she does too much jumping up and down or stairs, that sh- it'll, like, she'll compensate too much for the other, with the other leg. Okay. So we keep, every time it looks like she's about to jump, which she does a lot, we we kind of say, wait, wait, wait. And then we, we grab her and she looks a little perturbed by all yeah. the hovering. Yeah. <laughs> but they say four to, she doesn't need surgery. And I'm, I'm glad for that. It's four to six weeks of rest. Like don't take her on walks and don't let her jump. But her, she's definitely got her spunk and her appetite. So that's good. It's just a, a lot of, <laughs> I keep thinking of Mad-Eye Moody. It's, it's constant vigilance. So just mm-hmm. keeping our eye on her all the time. So it's a little... It's unnerving and it breaks my heart. It really, to see her, I, I've like teared up several times. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she'll get used to it. Like getting, get used to looking at you and knowing that you are going to help her up and down and 
Yeah. Somebody, somebody said she might get so used to it. Yeah. <laughs> Carry me now. I've been jumping on furniture myself for 12 years. This is ridiculous. People. <laughs> Help She's so cute. <laughs> the pleading look in her eyes. Yeah, it's sad, but she's doing well. And uh, from talking to other pet owners who have dealt with this, they say that, um, you know, because they said four to six weeks at the vet. And so I'm like, oh, my gosh, four to six weeks. But like you said to me and like people said, it just it'll progressively get better, though. It's not like four to six weeks of, of how is she is now. right now. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Do you go back then for a recheck or? Is it just kind of Mark expected? took her in and he didn't mention, so I don't I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe only if she's having problems. They said right. she could have a, a maybe a, a slight limp afterwards, but maybe not. So hopefully, hopefully it'll be all good. She's she's such a cutie pie, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How's pretzel adjusting? Good. Pretzel's <laughs> good. Daniel was doing a lot of engineering of toys for her these past few weeks. Um, it came up in my Facebook memories that we had built a maze out of the magnetiles that are almost like a frame. They're not completely solid. Mm -hmm. We had put a jingle ball in it for JJ when he was a kitten. And I thought, oh, Pretzel would love that. Because Pretzel's, like, I've had some cats, you buy them toys, and they just like, um, thanks, but no thanks. But Pretzel is, like, all in <laughs> on toys. She's been playing fetch lately, the way JJ used to play fetch. And... So Dan built a maze for her for a jingle ball. And then he also built this device where he can, it's almost like a blow gun, like a blow mm -hmm. dart that launches a cat toy. Oh. So he's like blowing into it and her boy is <laughs> flying across. The so they're having fun together, keeping each other. Does busy. she dart after it? Yeah. Like when he yeah, does that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, so cute. Yeah. So that's been, been good. We're um, a little anxious to see how she does with a Christmas tree next time. <laughs> with her spunk and playfulness, I yeah, I, I bet you are. Yeah. But then we also keep saying things like, she doesn't even know what Christmas is yet. Or I had my birthday last week. It's like, she doesn't even know what a birthday is. Like explaining <laughs> things like that to her. So it's cute. It's fun. I can't believe that giving is next week. Oh, either. I know. I said what that the heck? To several people this week, I had to call to get an, an appointment to get my car inspected. And I said it to the person on the phone making that appointment. And then I went through a drive through to get food today, actually. And so um, Daniel didn't want Simply Greek. So I was picking him up something else. And I had a very delightful person at the takeout window who said, how is your Tuesday going? <laughs> it, it like reminded me that like sometimes I do like small talk with strangers. It was nice, mm -hmm. but I also said to him, "Like Thanksgiving's next week," and he said, oh, <laughs> "I know, I can't believe it's November." And then he said something funny. He said, "You know, people say time flies when you're having fun, so I just keep waiting for the having fun part." No, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I will go back to that to that restaurant because he was sweet. I like when people remind me what day it is because for the past year and a half, sometimes even that's a surprise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have a friend, Maggie, who every time she calls me and leaves me a voicemail, she'll say, it is Tuesday at 2.15 p.m. And I thought, I, I like that. I can, <laughs> I can see when she called on my recent calls, but I, 
I like someone like telling me that. Yeah. Plus, it's it, it again. It'd be it would sound weird if she didn't. Yeah. Okay, that reminds me of a funny story, and I don't know if I've ever told you this. We have had a book club since I think two thousand five or six. Uh, we meet once a month at our home. We haven't been during COVID, but we've had the essential same group of people, and then I'd say there's like a core half a dozen people that have been here the whole time, and then the others sort of come and go because they've moved away or maybe they get busy or you know whatever mm -hmm. and then new people join and we usually keep it to about i always say my ideal number is 11 for this because everybody gets a turn to choose a book um, and then in december we don't do a book because it's busy we just do a holiday party and we do it we do a yankee swap where everybody brings a novel wrapped and we draw names and steal from each other and mm. you know and then we try to guess brought which book steal wrapped or steal unwrapped unwrapped you you grab your book you unwrap it yeah and then now it's yours but now other people know oh she just got yes. a copy of whatever so yeah people do that all yeah. different ways you know some people do it wrapped it. yeah now this one this is it gets it gets pretty uh rowdy sometimes like <laughs> sometimes there's there are a couple of coveted books mm. um and as the kids have grown up with this we would always order two extra because they don't use as they get older they join our book club but y younger they would hang out themselves but for the holiday party they would come so we would always order two extra Aww. books that were clearly for the kids yeah and wrap them and they would participate in this but there are there are a couple of of men in the group that love to tease and ooh, i want this graphic novel about whatever <laughs> every single time Aww. um so we have these we have these like I don't know, these legendary stories that through the years of book club and what we do is we, we come together, we read the book. I mean, we discuss the book and everyone, it sort of evolved into this thing where we, it's been joked that we're also a food club because everyone brings a food related to the book in some mm. way. Sometimes it's, and you can be as creative as you want. So it could be, oh, the author is from here. So I made this food or the title had read in it. So I made this thing with raspberries or mm -hmm. you know it's a, almost always a mix of savory and sweet and there's no people can bring whatever and sometimes it's based on something we read sometimes there's a lot of food mentioned sometimes mm -hmm. there's not um the one book i remember us reading that had zero food mentioned i couldn't believe it i part of me thought i had to have missed it because in all these years this is a lot of years this is a lot of books we have read one book that never mentioned food and it was the Scarlet Letter hmm. by Nathaniel Hawthorne. So there were a lot of foods based in the New England area or red foods or foods that start with A or, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we had to get creative. But so the funny voicemail story, there is um, a really, most of our book club are, they're mo most of our members are older and retired and there's an older woman in our, our book club and she is just, she's lovely. She's one of those people that is just, she's just there for you. She loves to help people. She's just, doesn't like to draw a lot of attention to herself. You know, just very kind and very uh, easygoing on the quieter side. She's like, we always joke, she's very Pennsylvania Dutch, like very mm -hmm. local and she's very sweet. And so she likes i've always loved her book picks when she suggests books i tend to they're like really good book club books 
And she will often choose them by going to a bookstore, seeing the display of the hot book club books right now and just randomly choose one or read about them. I always love her selections. Mm -hmm. One year she suggested this book. I'm trying to remember what it was called. I'm blanking now. It was a, it was later like turned into a Hallmark movie and I'm, ah, it was a, the book did well. I can't remember. I'll have to find it maybe for the show notes, but she suggest what we do after we discuss the book and while we're eating, we talk about what the next two books are. We take turns choosing and then we share like what else we're reading. And so she chose the book and we said, great, we'll read that next month. So she leaves the funniest voicemails. Like it's like, she's having a very laid back, slow, relaxed conversation (laughs) with your answering machine. (laughs) Like the time isn't ticking. You're not limited to not at all there's pauses she chuckles like she's it's the best i wonder if i have this like because i think this was in the days of answering machines this was early on in book club so she called and she said hey stacy this is judy and then she chuckled and then she said so the book i recommended oh (laughs) and she chuckled again and i'm standing there listening big grin on my face like I love her messages anyway. Yeah. I'm like, what is this going to be? She's like, well, I got to, oh, a part of the book that, oh, and she chuckled again. <laughs> I'm like, what is she going to tell me? And I couldn't quite figure out, but from what I got, because she kept sort of chuckling and giving me bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I just thought I should let you know. And I don't know. And she chuckled again. And well, hope you're having a good day. Chuckle, chuckle. End of message. And I was like, I think she's, I think what she's saying is that there, she got to a part of the book that was quite racy and there are a few members of the book club that are conservative. And I think she just wanted to say she didn't know. And she, you know, mm-hmm. if people want a different book or just give heads up. So I called another member of our book club and said, I got this message from Judy and I, I'm not sure. I, I think she's trying, like, I wasn't sure what she was getting at if she's wanting to choose a new book. And, and then this woman started laughing. And she said, oh yeah, she called me about that. And this woman that I was speaking to is blind and listens to her books by audio. So Judy told her the section of the book and this woman raced ahead in her audio to listen (laughs) to see how, you know, how racy it was. So I got the page number and I emailed my two friends, the ones I've talked about before where we did the daily mood guide. And I, I emailed them and I was like, so I get this funny, voicemail from Judy. And she said, there's this racy part. And they're like, what page? (laughs) So I, I told them and then word sort of spread. And by the time I called Judy back, (laughs) she's like, I don't know what we want to do about, and and we're not like a prudish Mm -hmm. book club and we don't really censor and we really read anything, but this was early on. We were just starting and she was worried she might offend. And I said, well, I mean, at this point, everyone's read it. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone like paged ahead quickly to get <laughs> to the good did. part. I told Mark, I told my friend, they were like, what page? Like, <laughs> so I was like, I think we're probably fine. We'll just, <laughs> just go yeah. ahead and read it. <laughs> oh, it's one of our favorite stories. I have a book I want to tell you about. My birthday was last week. I turned 40. It was wonderful. I keep saying, I think it was the best birthday I ever had. And I mean that. And I felt so loved and celebrated and so many people did wonderful things um you included and it was one of many wonderful things <laughs> have you ever seen it i'm holding it up so stacy can see it 
Oh, no. That's okay. so sweet. I already love it. I know. So it's called Dear Mr. Rogers, Does It Ever Rain in Your Neighborhood? It's a collection of letters written to Mr. Rogers over the years. But then um, it was my neighbor and friend, Jill, that got it for me. And when she dropped it off, she said, you know, it's obviously a secondhand book. But this made me love it even more because inside there are two, what do you call them? Inscriptions, right? Yes. So the first one is between a couple in September of 97. It says... Cindy, I know this is an unusual book for an anniversary gift, but I thought you'd enjoy it and find it useful. I hope I'm right. Happy 20th anniversary. Love, M. Stephen. So I loved that because I don't know. I don't know who Cindy and M. Stephen are, but like, how sweet. Yeah. Although part of me is like, but then you gave it away. Well, <laughs> I mean, if they were married 20 years in 97. True. True. Well, no, they could still be around. <laughs> They could be married 35 years. Yo, that wouldn't be that old. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I couldn't do the math that quickly in my head. Okay, let's say, because that's what. <laughs> they've been married for, yeah, you're right. They would have been married like 40 years now. Hopefully, they're still happily married and just cleaning out and pass this mm -hmm. book along to someone else who would enjoy it. Who is me and now you and now hopefully <laughs> all our listeners. <laughs> so then Jill's note to me says... Devaney, happy birthday to a good neighbor. I like you just the way you are. Love, Jill. Which was Aww. so sweet. It's perfect. And now I'm going to read you some parts from it that I'm going to have to cut out of the podcast because of copyright. Wait, can you not share? You can share bits, right? I, I'm not going to play that game. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to. No. I mean, okay. you probably could, but I don't know how much. And I've heard yeah. of other people getting in trouble even reading like true crime articles and... Yeah. We are role yeah. followers here. <laughs> so this must be longer than something that would fit in like a meme. This is like a passage. Yeah. I'm going to read you a passage that I feel like embodies Cardigan Academy. So to summarize to those who were missing that part, Mr. Rogers basically says that when he received these letters from people and they were reaching out, he was very clear to tell them that while he always welcomes them sharing their feelings and asking for advice from him, that isn't a replacement to having a real community, a real life, face-to-face -face or virtual through Cardigan Academy community where you can discuss these, he calls it quote-unquote important talk throughout the book. Oh my God. It's like he was writing directly to us. Oh, I have chills. I know, I knew you would. <sighs> Oh my God. Aww. And so it was just very, very validating to what we're doing now. 25 years later, very much inspired by him mm -hmm. that we get to do that part of it. It's Aww. so exciting. There's also a letter a girl, a young girl wrote about losing a sibling, the pregnancy, the baby died during the pregnancy. Mm. So there's a whole letter where the the little girl who's like three or four writes in about losing the baby. And then the mom gives a little bit more context to Mr. Rogers. And then he responds in a very, of course, supportive, empathetic, validating way that that sibling relationship is still there, whether the baby lived or not. And that talking about these big feelings is hard, but important. And so 
there's just so many ways. I have not even read the whole thing, but there's so many ways that this book has already felt like Mr. Rogers talking directly to me, to us. Oh, it's so good. I think when we did the one about Mr. Rogers and I read those quotes, I keep finding quotes where I have the exact same thought. I'm like, this is Cardigan Academy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, yes, he's definitely inspired both of us, but we didn't necessarily see those quotes or know he said those things. So yeah. it's always super validating. Um, it does. It feels like a stamp of approval from yeah. Mr. Rogers yeah. himself. <laughs> oh, and she even said when she gave me the book, I, you know, maybe you already have it. And I was like, not only do I not have it, I never even knew it existed. And I have a lot of Mr. Rogers mm -hmm. memorabilia and books even. Um, so yeah, it was just, there's also um, a pull out piece of stationery inside where you could write your own letter to Mr. Rogers. And while at first I felt disappointed that I had never done that, I feel like I should still, still do it. Like it would yeah. be just a really meaningful exercise to write to him anyway. And I think so too. Yeah. Well, that was all kinds of feels for my birthday. That's perfect. I'm so glad it was a good birthday. It really was. We got to hang out in person a little bit and so nice. It was so much fun. It was just, I don't know. I mean, working with you for a year and a half has been amazing. And I always feel like we have this perfect blend of like, it's still our friendship, but we're working mm -hmm. together now. Mm -hmm. And it's almost even more of a reason to see each other on a, I mean, mm -hmm. rarely a day goes by that we don't talk. Yeah. But this felt, even though Cardigan Academy stuff came up, this just felt like Devony and Stacey just hanging out. Yeah, it was just so easy and comfortable and relaxing and yeah it was just so nice it was just so nice mm -hmm. like I, that's i texted kate later and i was like devony spent the day and it was so nice like it was just so nice it was so yeah easy yeah. <laughs> it was great like i didn't i didn't realize how much i i guess i needed that maybe because it was just i felt so good afterwards too mm, me too and mm. my family said they might play the game with me today <laughs> We played this morning. <laughs> <laughs> so Stacy got me a game called Wingspan that is just the most amazing board game about birds. And Rob and Evelyn played with me on my birthday. And then after I said, so it was very nice of you to play with me on my birthday, but like, is this something that like you would play with me again? Or is it just going to be kind of like a, a special occasion? <laughs> I could see them both like registering how much this meant to me and carefully yeah. weighing their response <laughs> so um they both said like over the past few days yeah i think i think i'd be ready to play it again so i'm trying not to get too excited but i'm really excited well we uh got it from mark for his birthday and as we've been playing it so his birthday's in august and as we've been playing it these past few months i that's where i was getting the idea plus the story about it and just everything and how much you love birds every time we would play I, my family probably heard me say it a million times I'm like Devony would love this game. <laughs> Devony would. And then we'd play and I'd say, see the little facts at the bottom of each card about the birds? Devony would totally read those while playing. Like I was yeah. just constant. And so I knew I wanted to get it for you for your birthday. And we um we will get on kicks with games at our house. And so that one being new and just really nice to play. It's just mm -hmm. like the perfect amount of brain power where you're engaged, but you're not burned out by playing. And it's just lovely and it's different each time and the tactile like it's got little eggs mm -hmm. and little little seeds and things in the bird and there's a bird feeder like it's just 
I don't know, there's something very enjoyable about every aspect of the game, the artwork, because of all the pieces, we've, I, I don't know, we if we have put it away since opening it in August, maybe once, maybe twice, that's it. But it's just out all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's nearly set up all the time. So it's very easy to say, yeah, want to play a quick game. And then we just shuffle the birds and <laughs> and we play. So the other day you messaged me and said, I have all this stuff to do to get ready for my classes. And all I want to do is play wingspan. <laughs> and I am so highly suggestible. Like if you had said I want an egg roll, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm craving an egg roll. <laughs> so later we, we, we played a quick game here and I took a picture and I was going to send it and be like, look, we did. And then I thought, well, that's mean because she, <laughs> she just said she wanted to and then couldn't. And I was like, I'm not going to send that. I'll, I'll tell you now. <laughs> and there is a version you can play by yourself. So I will eventually venture into that. But yeah, it's just it's such a nice thing to add to. I usually have a puzzle out and now I have mm -hmm. this if someone does want to play along. Last night, you and I played code names virtually to keep your keep your mind on Scout nearby, but not like absorbed mm -hmm. in, you know, it. does she want down? Does she want up? Yeah. yeah. Is she hurting? Is she okay? Oh, she's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a perfect suggestion. And Mark had consults during that time. So when at one point Max came upstairs and he said, what are you doing? I said, playing code names. He's like, oh, with Devony? <laughs> yes. And then uh, Mark came out from doing consults and said, oh, you're playing code names? I said, yeah. And he, and he's like, well, that's nice. I was like, yeah, it's our fourth game. We haven't won a single one. Yeah. <laughs> Just, we were not. Like, our brains you and are not I were, on. <laughs> we were, ironically, even with our brains not on, we were very, still very, um, what's the word? Like, like, we were very on the same wavelength yeah. still, which we often, almost always are. Mm -hmm. So that's even extra remarkable because we were both tired. Mm. We we're both on the same wavelength. But it's just that, plus the rounds were hard. Yeah. It was really hard to connect the words. So, yeah. yeah. That's another really fun game if people have never heard of it. There is a board game version, which I actually have never played. I've only ever played Online. during and due to the pandemic with people virtually, which is really fun. And I've played with um, several different people and we've got on Zoom at the same time. Um, but last night, Stacey and I were playing and then chatting in a different window separately as well. So we're not cheap. Well, a little, but not mostly not. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like options like that. Like, um, you know, I set a goal to do a puzzle a month this year, which is not going to happen, partially because I did my Lincoln Penny portrait, mm -hmm. which I talked about at one point as an extracurricular. And also just like I had, I think I have a more realistic view of about like what my pacing is yeah. for puzzles during the year. But um, my gift from Rob is a Lego set that is the Home Alone house. Wow. And so last summer I had d done the Simpsons house. I love Lego. Like when my kids would get Lego and want ask for help, I was like, oh, yes. And then <laughs> why don't you go get a snack? Mommy will take care. <laughs> <laughs> so having my own Lego, it's it's dopamine, right? The mm -hmm. jigsaw puzzle is dopamine. The Legos, putting together Legos is dopamine. And and this is this is a very large project. I mean, it has everything, and I love the movie Home Alone. So it has 
the tarantula and the little minifigs are the people and all of the traps that he sets for them. And I mean, I feel like I need to be putting it together now leading up to Christmas, right? And have Home Alone on in the background. So, so while I have other puzzles on deck, I think I might have to reel in my, um, my puzzle goal for 2021 and and know that like the penny portrait and the legos were still putting something together it's still that mm-hmm. same sort of vibe how many puzzles do you th- would you be behind i think two just we should just get together and work on a puzzle and yeah. knock it out <laughs> because i well as you can see because i sent you a picture last night of a finished puzzle that you you brought oh you brought one you brought two over just a week yeah. ago and you're like whoa that was fast i get it's almost like hyper-focus where yeah. I have a very hard time. If I start a puzzle or walk past and just, just one piece, no, uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> I will be there. It sucks me in. I always joke that jigsaw puzzles are my very natural anti-anxiety. It's just, mm-hmm. I, my mind rests. I focus on the puzzle. It's just, I just, I really love it. I enjoy it. And the one you, that you brought over was, um, I did the one with all the, the women. Nevertheless, she persisted and it has mm-hmm. all these, historical amazing women and then and quotes Mm -hmm. and so i didn't i don't think about what my method will be in the beginning i mean i always start with the border but i was like oh that middle circle is white so we did that part and then i was like i could put together the little bios because that's black writing and a certain font and so i put all those together i'm "I'm gonna do the big quotes and i put all those Mm -hmm. (laughs) then and then i was doing it by color and it just i kind of whipped it out pretty quickly and that puzzle by the way the pieces are so cool. Yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a puzzle connoisseur. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit and of a, a champion. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend actually who I heard on a podcast. This is how we connected. He was on a mutual friends podcast years ago, and now we're f- friends on Facebook. His name is John Hancock. Not no lie. <laughs> But he always posts really fun, engaging things on Facebook. Like he does a lot of puzzles where he'll he'll take 40 songs and play like two to three second snippets and then everybody has to come on and guess. One time it was like the inside of candy bars and you had to guess what the candy bar, like oh. he's super creative and engaging. And he always, he always pokes fun at himself. It's like, it's because of my need for attention. And I'm like, I get just as much out of this as you, like this is good all around. Like. The other day he posted a really cool question. He said, what's something you've won either a contest or a sweepstakes? Like, like what's the most interesting thing you've ever won? <laughs> and so, of course, I talked about being a jigsaw puzzle champion, which if you'd like to hear more about it, I think we talked about it in our episode, who are Stacy and Devaney? Someone asked us. Yes. Was that it? Someone <laughs> asked right. us in a Dear Cardigan <laughs> Academy to, about ourselves. But then he said... He, he said a brand of puzzle that he likes. I can't remember what it was. And I was like, okay, you have to try Cobble Hill puzzles. Mm-hmm. And so then he updated me a couple weeks later and was like, I bought one. I agree. <laughs> it is really yeah. good puzzle. So They're sturdy. They're mm-hmm. interesting shapes. They, they fit so well. I, yeah. I, yeah, it was, that was a good puzzle. Yeah. Well, I have lots more you can borrow. <laughs> of, of that, do you have a lot of Cobble Hill? I do. They're my favorite. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah, there's another um, one that starts with an E that is very, um, like, informative. I don't 
necessarily go for like a landscape image puzzle or like Mm -hmm. animal I mean I like animals but I like when it's I did one this summer that was all moths and then information about where they live and like how they got their name I like I like a puzzle that's teaching me something at the Mm -hmm. same time is it Euro graphics that you're thinking of yes yes yeah because We've been doing so many puzzles. I've always loved them. I've always done them. And I really like collections of things. Mm-hmm. So like a bunch of books or a bunch of movie covers or... Me too. And I love thousand piece puzzles. Those are, you know, we just, that's what we do. And so we, during the pandemic, I said, I wonder, wonder if there's bigger than a thousand. You know, I knew, I, I, I mean, I, I knew there were, but you don't see them very much. And mm-hmm. I went looking and I found two from Eurographics. I asked for them. I don't, we don't actually do lists for like Christmas and birthdays where we ask for stuff, but I, I, it's unusual that we do that. But I, on this one, I was like, you know, if, if you're looking for something, mm-hmm. <laughs> this looks like a lot of fun. So we got the world of dogs and I can't remember what the other one was called, but it's like postcards from around the world. Mm. So I had just like Sydney Opera House and, you know, kind of these famous locations and they're both 2000 puzzles or 2000 pieces each. And the dogs one, it's, it's a, white background and then just tons of pictures little pictures of cute dogs and <laughs> man that one was challenging probably the most challenging puzzle i've ever done because you have like a million little dog tails and you're mm. like uh this could be any of them <laughs> um <laughs> so cute so enjoyable to look at and i really loved the challenge of two thousand pieces that was really fun is that the brand euro graphics yeah yep the other one I like is White Mountain because yes, they, yes, yeah, they do a lot of collections. So I like yeah. I like those a lot. <laughs> I got into puzzles actually because my sister in law, when we would go on a beach vacation together every year, would always we would get a puzzle, and she was very specific about it having to be a thousand pieces. Yeah, it was like one time I realized why am I only doing this? I enjoy this so much at the beach. Why am I only doing it then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she mm-hmm. usually every year for the holidays we would get her a a white mountain Mm. puzzle so that was the brand she liked as well so yeah those three brands are definitely top and see now this turned into a recommendation if you are shopping for the holiday yes (laughs) (laughs) get a puzzle in addition to a gift card for someone you love for any of our cardigan academy services (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love having a home that has these like a not just lived in but like we have a puzzle going on one table and we have wingspan or usually some game all set up on another table and there's always food and there's books and there's movies and mm-hmm. Netflix and uh, puppies <laughs> I said that when Kate was home for the weekend and I said you know oh such a quick visit it's so good to have you and she said, yeah, so I love, you know, of course I loved it. And we were, she and I were chatting and later that evening and I said, like by text, and I said, I'm so glad that you love coming home. And yeah. she's like, of course, you know, and we were saying like, I don't know, when I was younger, sometimes not that we're older, we're not older, but sometimes, I don't know, you could go home or to a relative's house and it just felt like nice, but maybe a little dull. Mm-hmm. And I just, I I told the kids, like, I hope we, as we age, we always have interesting, that it's always fun and interesting to come home to and cozy, that there's food, that there are games, that there are puzzles and lively conversation. And guess what I learned today? And I just, I love that. 
Yeah, because your home is raising them to be as intellectually stimulated as you probably felt when you were away at college, right? Mm -hmm. So leaving that to go, you know, back into maybe a world where there wasn't as much of that conversation or, Mm -hmm. but, but that's just, yeah, that's just life for us. Yeah. Yeah, especially homeschooling, right? Yeah. What we do. (laughs) Well, you're not going to want to miss the next episode because we are going to have some announcements in it next week. So next Tuesday, just make sure. I just wanted to put a little plug in there to make sure that you, you listen before Thanksgiving. If you're interested in learning more about parenting, education, and mental health from our therapist teacher team, check us out at cardiganacademy.com. And we are also on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube.